Welcome to the Servants of Grace podcast hosted by Dave Jenkins. Our podcast exists to provide trustworthy expository messages through the Bible and faithful answers to your theology questions. Now for today's episode, let's join our host, Dave Jenkins. Welcome back to the Servants of Grace theology segment and to our theology segment. My name is Dave and I'm the host for this show. Uh, on our show today, one of our listeners writes in, and they have a very good question. And the question is this, do I have to believe the Bible is an errant to be saved? Well, well, I want to be clear and upfront with you, as I always am on questions that are super challenging like this, that I'm not going to be able to answer everything about this question, but I hope that my answer will get you to thinking about this particular question. First thing I want to say in answer to this question is this. A tree has a root structure that supports the base and the weight of the tree. Inerrancy is the root structure and the base upon which the doctrine of Scripture is built. God has given special revelation of himself and inspired his servants to record it. Now, Christians want assurance that the Bible is a dependable source of revelation from and about God. The doctrine of Scripture, it gives Christians confidence that God's Word is without error. It's entirely reliable in all that it teaches. One can deny inerrancy and be saved. But we also need to ask questions of those people. Are they inconsistent in their beliefs? Are all salvific truths are found in the Bible? But how can one trust those salvific truths without inerrancy? What if the salvific statements are wrong? Now, to be consistent in their beliefs, Christians should affirm the inerrancy of Scripture. Let me be clear about that. And and then we also need to understand that Scripture has a lot to say about itself. In 2 Timothy 3.16, Paul says to young Timothy, All Scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. Paul's point here is the Holy Spirit, through the testimony of the Holy Spirit, recognized that the Old Testament is authoritative. And the word breathed out by Paul in 2 Timothy 3, 16-17, it means that Scripture owes its origin and its content to the divine breath of the Holy Spirit. It's found all throughout the Bible. The human authors were guided by and directed by the Holy Spirit, so what they wrote is not only without error, it's also impossible to err. And thus the scriptures are of supreme value for man because they're all the Lord wanted the word of God to be. The scripture constitute without error and without the possibility of error, the rule of faith and practice for the people of God. By all scripture being God-breathed, it's, it's useful, it's foundational it's, uh, for the entire Christian church. Timothy and Christians today should make good use of Scripture, as Paul says, for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and training in righteousness. In the early church, many questions were raised about the faith once and for all delivered to the saints. As the gospel spread among the Greco-Roman civilization and even beyond it, the task of clarifying what Orthodox doctrine was became critical. And the whole purpose of Scripture is to proclaim and to teach the whole counsel of God to the people of God. Every one of God's word in scripture was given by God himself. It's therefore important for the people of God. And and in fact, we need to understand that God issues severe warnings to anyone who would take away even one word from what he has said to his people. So he cannot add to God's word or even to take away from them. 
for they're all part of his larger purpose of speaking to his people through his word. Everything stated in scripture is there because God intended it to be there. God does not say anything unintentionally. And so all of scripture, it's reliable, it's trustworthy for the people of God, which means all scripture ought to be studied, taught, proclaimed, and enjoyed by Christians so they can learn about God, his ways, and especially about his son, Jesus Christ. Ephesians 2, 8 through 9 teaches that salvation is by grace alone, through faith alone, and Christ alone. Faith in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior is the way of salvation. In Romans 10, 9 through 10, it explains, because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. And when the grace of God it saves a new Christian, they very often have very little understanding of what Scripture says. Spiritual growth includes learning what the Bible teaches. What we believe about the Bible is so vital, because as we've already seen in this show, without the Scriptures, we have no understanding of the revealed character of God, nor of the personal work of Jesus Christ. The Bible is God-breathed. It's inspired by God. 2 Peter 1, 20-21 says this, Knowing this, first of all, that no prophecy of Scripture comes from someone's own interpretation. For no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man. But men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. In fact, Psalm 19:17 says this, The law of the Lord is perfect. Salvation is a gift from God. The Bible is a reliable and trustworthy reflection that tells Bible readers about God and the message of redemption found in Christ alone. And so with that said, a growing Christian will seek to grow in their understanding of Scripture and learn about how the Bible is reliable and trustworthy. You see, biblical inerrancy is critical because like a tree that goes down deep into the soil bed, so our convictions about the Bible itself, they'll affect our understanding of salvation and maturity in Christ. Believing the Bible is inerrant does not determine the fate of your salvation, but it will impact your understanding of salvation and even spiritual growth. Understanding the doctrine of Scripture, it's critical for another reason, because it affects how we handle Scripture itself. You see here... Uh, it's, it's so important because scripture is not like reading a novel. It is reliable and, and trustworthy. And so what we believe about scripture, it matters as Christians because such understanding, it's going to affect how we interpret, how we teach, how we grow in the word of God. And so believing that scripture is without error, inerrancy, and without the impossibility of error, infallibility, it may not be determinative of, of whether a person is saved. However, it still has massive implications on whether we will grow in Christ and the grace of God or not. And so having the right convictions about the doctrine of Scripture, it undergirds the Christian in a relativistic age. See, Christians, they, they have a, we have a reliable and trustworthy word that we're to handle and to teach rightly from. And Scripture tells the people of God about Jesus and now sinners may be saved and grow in maturity in Christ. And so believing in inerrancy, it's, it may not be determinative for salvation. However, it's still vital for the Christian to have confidence in the word. Because scripture, it's all about Jesus. 
It's the means the Holy Spirit uses to save sinners, to grow the people of God in the grace of God and for the glory of God. I want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Servants of Grace Theology segment. Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you and keep you. Thank you for listening to the Servants of Grace podcast today. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, leave a rating on the app, and share our episode with your friends and family. If you'd like to, you can follow us on Instagram at Servants of Grace, on Twitter at Servants of Grace, or by searching Servants of Grace on Facebook. You can also find this podcast on the front page of our website at servantsofgrace.org. 